Save the Revolution presents Murder Hornets from Planet Boo Boo's Ayla. Written and produced by J.L. Starks, Samuel Starks, Matthias Brenner, and Benjamin Glan. Produced in part by Funyuns and Lockheed Martin. It remains unclear exactly what repercussions the ratification of this treaty could portend for the Neo-Baltic Space Republic at this time. When we return from our break, we'll be speaking with a man who claims to be John F. Kennedy Jr. and says he has the birthmark to prove it. Until then, we are bringing you live to the plaza of the Mall of America to witness the unprecedented musical stylings of the singing nun with accompaniment from Sufjan Stevens and MC Ride. I'm Don Betts and we'll return in a moment. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you breaking news. After reports of several eyewitness accounts, local officials have confirmed that a large unidentified object has fallen from the sky and crashed at a farm near Walton State Forest, New Jersey approximately 38 miles southwest of the Six Flags Great Adventure. There may be a correlation between this object and a strange and localized atmospheric phenomena, namely an absence of clouds and the simultaneous darkening of the sky, as well as an astonishing lightly colored borealis observable to those with keen eyes or the telescopes of hobbyists. At this time, the nature and origin of this object remains unknown, but we will be bringing you more information on this story as we receive it. Now we return to our regularly scheduled programming. Ladies and gentlemen, following on the news we shared with you moments ago, we have arranged an interview with a local expert who is studying the peculiar astronomical phenomenon in New Jersey. We turn now to our reporter in the field, Fort Leroy Winklevoss. Thank you, Don. I'm sitting here at the New Jersey Astronomical Observatory, an experimental food bank, with renowned astronomer and amateur phrenologist, Dr. Professor Fredo Faucini. He is a thin, stringy man with the face of someone who takes solace in knowing very well which sins he has committed. Dr. Professor... Thank you for joining us. It is my pleasure. Now, have you and your colleagues been monitoring the source of the impact near Walton State Forest? Yes. We have the most powerful observation equipment in the nation. We've got the surveillance equipment from Jeffrey Epstein's mansion. The surveillance equipment? That's right. The surveillance equipment from Jeffrey Epstein's mansion. The president was able to pull some strings with his Hollywood connections. Could you describe the object that crashed in New Jersey? The object is nearly perfectly spherical, of a substance that we cannot seem to determine. Perhaps its forceful entry into our atmosphere could explain the extraordinary meteorological effects under the Six Flags. Of course, we do not know the implications of those effects, but our benefactors will sacrifice any amount of interns and undergrads for meaningless information. And frankly, so will I, as it's the only way that I can achieve the climax. Just the thought of those smelly boys in the field, breathing in extraterrestrial neurotoxins. After all, what will satiate my desires? My bitchy wife? 
No, no. This is very obviously the only way. Hmm. Well, regarding the object, Dr. Professor, could you tell us of its size? Well, I'd say it's as big as a house. But like one of those big houses in the suburbs where all of them look the same. And they have two garages and the fake terracotta shingles and the archways. It looks terrible. And there's a tower, too. Mamma mia! Are you referring to a McMansion? Yes, the McMansion. It's as big as the McMansion. Ah, uh, yes. Well, I'm terribly sorry to hear that. You know, there have been quite a few rumors that this could be some alien spaceship carrying life from another planet. What would you say to it's that? It's complicated! It's uh, complicated. There are things we know that we know, like my mama's homemade pasta sauce. It's uh, delicious, delicious. Then there are things we know that we don't know, like uh, the recipe for my mama's pasta sauce. I uh, don't know what goes in. And then there are things that we don't know that we don't know, like when I found out my mama just mixes the ragu and the bertoli straight out of the jar. Porco miseria, merda, porca pantona, fava in culo, Benicio del Toro, spaghetti. Anyway, Leroy, I know there's been a lot of speculation, but in all likelihood, it's probably just a meteor. There's no reason to make the panic. At this point, all we know for sure is that it came from the northwestern region of space, where there are a lot of meteors. The Irish region of space, those dirty, dirty Irish, they do not carry the true Catholic faith. Thank you for your time, Dr. Professor. We've just been speaking with renowned astronomer and amateur phrenologist Dr. Professor Fredo Faucini. This has been Father Roy Winklevoss. Back to you, Don. Thank you, Father Roy, for that informative interview. Compelling and rich. We have also dispatched our news team to the crash site near Walton State Forest, and we will take you there as soon as our reporter arrives. In the meantime, we return you to our program of contemporary popular music. We take you now to Johannesburg Farm in New Jersey, where our reporter, Fauntleroy Winklevoss, has just arrived on the scene. Thanks, Don. As was just stated now, I am at the site where the strange extraterrestrial object has crash-landed, not far from the local Six Flags Great Adventure. I can see it from here. The Six Flags, that is. As of yet, I have no clear visual on the object. The most striking thing here is the sound. Low in the background, we can hear a delicate rhythmic hum, like that of an ATV engine. I'm not sure if the microphones can pick it up. Let's see if I can't get a better recording when we're up close. Right, I've, I've made my way to the edge of the crater. The humming I described is much more present now. Let's see if our microphones can pick it up. It's half submerged, the site evoking an archaeological dig of some grandeur. I can't be sure of its exact size. I'd estimate roughly 13 Vince Vaughns in circumference, perhaps more. It is eerily smooth, unlike any natural terrestrial object. And along its surface seem to be lines and lines of fine vertical hieroglyphics flowing into each other and interacting, forming and twisting for the eyes, not, not stationary, and at the same time unnerved and, and hypnotized. <laughs> 
This evening's getting quite crowded. I believe I've seen enough. I'll begin to move back towards the farm. The object landed practically in the backyard of one of New Jersey's most esteemed legume farmers, Old Man Johannesburg. In its ascent, the object seems to have taken a sizable chunk of the barn near the back of the property, its southernmost side leaning into itself, appearing near total collapse. A mere 20 meters away is the crater. There are various first responders, firefighters, police officers, a couple of paramedics, and just a handful of other reporters lingering at the crater's edge, restlessly circling the area. Back a ways, more towards the road, I can see four or five military wagons, presumably the National Guard. Though they seem to be for now keeping their distance. Here is Mr. Johannesburg, the owner of the farm. He's a tall, portly man, dressed finely in a Stetson hat and brown leathers. Well, howdy there, son. Indeed. Mr. Johannesburg, could you describe to us this, um, event, I suppose? The crash, you mean? Yes, the crash. What can you tell us about it? Well, it landed not more than two hours ago. Around that time, I can't remember quite what I was doing, but I think... Yes, well, about the crash, then? I reckon I must have just wrangled the cows up and started towards my midday constitutional. Ayahuasca with the apparitions and such. And then you heard the crash? Well, now, I don't know if that's it. Well, when did you hear the crash? Well, I more felt it is all. Don't recall the crash as much as the shake, right? I was going in for the peyote constitutional, what with the phantasms. Yes, yes, the phantasms. We have all seen the phantasms. And so I was in the sauna, lighting my rocks on fire, when all at once the wood started shaking, and I could hear all kinds of clattering coming from the kitchen, and screams coming from the exotic animals and such. Must have lasted a whole ten seconds in total. Odd sort of sensation. Figured it must have been kind of like an earthquake. Anyways, I turned the corner, and that's when I saw what it done to the barn. So I ran over to it, and I'll tell you, it's awful odd looking. So I've heard. When did these authorities show up? Uh, they showed up right quick. About 20 minutes after it landed, I had just called it in. They told us to keep away, but I reckon you might saddle your way up there if you want. Well, I think we'll do just that. Thank you for your time, Mr. Johannesburg. Don't mention it. I was just speaking with Mr. Johannesburg, whose farm this mysterious object has landed on. Back to you in the studio. Thank you, Fauntleroy. We turn now to today's other top stories. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi drew criticism today for helping expedite the passage of Bill H.R. 7084, which would criminalize being Palestinian. However, this was quickly overshadowed by comments she made later comparing Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell to Lucius Malfoy, a character from the popular Harry Potter franchise. Many liberals took to the internet to praise the Democratic leader, saying, Yes, so much this, while others expressed confusion, saying, I don't know what this means or what this has to do with anything. It was announced earlier today that the U.S. State Department is designating Doctors Without Borders as a terrorist organization. In a press briefing this morning, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said that by providing medical services to the victims of U.S. drone strikes, Doctors Without Borders is aiding and abetting the Al-Qaeda. It must be brought to justice. We have also, in the last few moments, received reports that large, unidentified objects, similar to the one found in New Jersey, have fallen from the sky and crashed in several other countries, including France, China, Brazil, Canada, and Russia. We are currently awaiting further information from our affiliates in those regions. In the meantime, 
We now take you back to the Johannesburg Farm in New Jersey, where our reporter, Fauntleroy Winklevoss, is speaking with local residents at the crash site of the unidentified object. Thanks, Don. I'm being approached by a local resident dressed in army surplus tactical gear, who seems to have come out here to see the mysterious object that fell from the sky. Your name, sir? Hi, my name's Michael. Michael Edge Jackson. I live out there near Deer Fort Dix, maybe half hour from here. Your name is Michael Jackson? Look, it's a very common first and last name combination. Okay. All right, all right. And where were you at the time of the impact? Well, see, I was doing my regular armed patrol, making sure them there no teens smoking reefer on the trails, having a beer for, and I heard a sound like an ATV crashing into a brick wall. And I looked up just as this ball of fire crashed into the forest. So I got in my big-ass pickup truck and floored it, trying to see what situation was. Armed, of course. I have my concealed carry permit before you ask. Yes, regarding the object, has any determination been made as to what it is? Not yet, no. You can see the police have set up a perimeter and they're doing, engaging in a uh, renaissance-style fact-finding mission. They have been streaming live to Twitch, though, if you want updates in real time. Is it made of some type of metal? I see the last rays of sunshine glistening off its argent surface. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think so. I'm not sure what kind of metal, so... Look, no offense to you, but I mean, you talk kind of queer, don't you? Excuse me? But I mean, yes, sir. It appears to be some material formation of metallic top persuasion. Yes. So what do you imagine this strange celestial object to be? Feel free to dive headlong into basic speculation. Hmm. Let me think in real time here. Now there's two real possibilities. It's either government, you know, or it's in there aliens. Wait, hold on. So it's the government, it's the aliens, and honestly... What makes you say that? It's the only logical explanation. Okay, so two of the moons, Jupiter, Europa, Io, and they're actually populated by space communists, but went up there when they sent out Sputnik out there in the 60s. Now, if you ever read 1984, which is predicting that this exact situation, you probably understand this half-alien thing, okay? So that's, that's the first part. On the one hand, George Soros has been funding several different migrant caravans from outer space, from various shithole planets trafficking in some rare space minerals and some experimental Chinese research chemicals, which would be the future currency, I might add. And anyway, one of those groups might have traveled a long way to descent to our terrestrial plane. Thank you for your fascinating insight, Mr. Jackson. There you have it, folks. The absolute height of logic and... Listeners, as you may have just heard, the object seems to be stirring. I can't get a good look at it. It appears, I don't know, that there's a thick neon steam emanating off its surface. There's an, an opening forming, some kind of doorway, or something emerging, some kind of figure silhouetted. I can't make out any distinct features, but it's bipedal, just taller than the average man, uh, but with an unfamiliar, almost bug-like outline. A ramp is extending from beneath the open door towards the ground. Astounding. The being has emerged. It has the appearance of a giant fly. Or a bee. Perhaps a wasp. There are more emerging. Now a handful of police officers are approaching the beings, cautiously but with intent and determination, while we, the rapt audience, wait breathlessly for our first contact with interstellar life. This is an epoch-defining event, comparable only to the peaks and zeniths of civilized history. The fall of the Berlin Wall, the birth of Jesus Christ, 
The time John Lennon got fucking owned for being a virtue signaler by that simp with a snub nose. I would have never thought to be here, but listener, I am eternally grateful. Think what they might teach us about the universe, about life itself. The great wisdom they may bestow was what. <laughs> My God, they're being torn limb from limb. Oh dear Lord, the blood. How can one even be bent in such a way? Open fire! There's... There are more coming. My God! They're still coming. People are running in all directions. My God, the B-men are advancing. I'm retreating back. What's happening, Fauntleroy? What happened? What do you mean? Well, get them back. <clears throat> okay. I am being told that we've lost our connection with our field team, but I'm sure they're probably fine. While we try to re-establish contact with them and find out what happened, um, I suppose then we'll try our hand at our news machine, the machine that creates news, and see what kind of news we get. <clears throat> Thank you, news machine. In an interview released earlier today, conducted by popular political podcast Pod Save America, former Vice President Joe Biden commented on tensions between the United States and Iran, saying, It's a tense moment that we're in. We need to keep together our mission of staying united in hope in Iran. Those hostages are our people, and President Carter is doing everything he can to bring those boys home. For those of you who may have forgotten, President Carter left office nearly 40 years ago, and the hostage crisis was resolved shortly after his departure. In other news... The U.S. Department of Defense has reportedly misplaced $1.3 trillion in their allocated budget. Private firms who were tasked with conducting an audit of the Defense Department ordered by Congress earlier this year were unable to complete the job due to a near-metric ton of paper financial records being taken out of Earth's orbit by the U.S. Space Force and fired directly into the sun. In a statement to the press, a spokesperson for the Pentagon said, We don't know where the money went. We had it, and now it's gone. Stop asking questions. In our next story, an internet hacker collective has managed to recover and leak the lost security camera footage from the jail cell of one Jeffrey Epstein. Hello, can you hear me? Hello? What is this? Who is it? What's going on? Wait, it's him? Fauntleroy, are you there? They're dead. They're all fucking dead. I can't believe it. What happened, Fauntleroy? I'm hysterical. I'm in hysterics. I need laudanum. Fauntleroy, what happened? It all happened so quickly. At first they seemed docile, as if they would greet us. But then, without warning, they attacked. The officers were torn asunder, cleft in twain, falling left and right with the grace of a white man on Twitter, starting a reply with the words, well, actually... And how did you escape, Fauntleroy? The following moments were a blur. I must have started back towards the farm. I recall seeing people dragged away as they tried to make their escape, their heads torn from their bodies. As I was turning to make a full sprint back towards the road, I heard the supple, disembodied voice of Morgan Freeman break through the chaos, saying... No, Fauntleroy, not that way. They're all going that way. Head for the trees. Being not one to distrust the voices in my head, I sprinted with my full weight towards the comforting womb of Wharton State Forest. Didn't the aliens follow you into the woods? I was about halfway to the tree line when I saw several of the aliens descending upon my position. I was sure I was done for, but the voice of Mr. Freeman guided me once more, as if I were Jim Carrey in the 2003 cinematic apocrypha, Bruce Almighty. There to your left, he said. A bewitched enfant terrible. Throw him to the aliens, Fauntleroy. Sacrifice the child. And I saw that a child of no more than ten was indeed running past me. Seizing the moment, I took him by the shoulders and tossed him into the air like a clay pigeon, as if I were Abraham and he was Isaac. 
And just as deftly, the alien sprung into flight, making clear my way into the forest. Hold on for just a moment. You murdered a child? There I laid, still in the underbrush, until I could no longer see any signs of the aliens' presence. I made my way back to the crash site. There, I snooted about a half gram of cocaine and swiftly repaired my radio. Now I'm nodding off this sweet, sweet morphine tincture, and honest to God, I couldn't give a shit about anything. It's just you, me, a crashed alien spaceship, half a bottle of laudanum, and the disembodied voice of Morgan Freeman, my new best friend. Where in the hell did you get laudanum? I did what I had to in order to survive. <sighs> well, are there any other survivors? Yes. There's a paramedic by the looks of it tending to one of the victims. Let's see if he'll speak to us. Hello, what's your name, son? What? What do you want? Can you tell us what's happening here? Sir, if you could please stay back. I'm trying to help this person. Yes, his condition does seem rather dire. His leg's all mm, wrong and half his face is missing. Do you think he's going to make it? He will if I'm not interrupted. Now, will you get that fucking microphone out of my face and get somewhere safe? Get out of here. I have to say, sir, I do not appreciate your harsh tones. I will have you know I am an esteemed member of the press, and on two separate occasions I've almost won a Peabody. Get the fuck out of here. Don, back to you. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to sincerely apologize for the behavior of our drug-addled field reporter. Clearly, he's been through a lot tonight, and our producers are currently attempting to wrangle him. God help them. We have received updated reports from our national correspondents on the unfurling situation. It is now clear that the planet Earth is being invaded and under attack by an alien civilization who are now being referred to as the... the Murder Hornets. Really? That's what they came up with? Sources on the ground have reported that the National Guard forces deployed in several major cities have summarily failed to hold back the murder hornets and have retreated from the extraterrestrial threat. The president is being condemned by members of the Democratic Party for his disbanding of the Obama administration's WASP and Hornet Action Task Force, also known as WHAT. Critics have alleged that much of the destruction that is unfolding could have been mitigated with better preparedness. In New Jersey, the murder hornets were last seen headed east toward New York City. We've also received information stating that the city of Trenton has been completely destroyed, with the focal point of the attack originating at the New Jersey State Museum. Literally tens of works of art have been lost forever. And finally, for this update, it is being reported that composer and playwright Lin-Manuel Miranda has exploded in an incident unrelated to the current conflict. No other details will be released in accordance with his will. Now, a word from our sponsors. Have you ever stopped to marvel at the beauty of the capitalist market and all of its intricacies and elegance? Have you ever just stared at the rises and falls in the stock market so utterly moved by its sublime structure? And have you ever been struck with fury at the gaining tide of socialism in the Western world? Here at Bitcoin, we understand your frustration. We know what it's like to long for a truly free market and value of privatization. We at Bitcoin Limited offer a stateless and anonymous currency whose value is driven purely by the markets without arbitrary intervention from status like Ronald Reagan. So for a limited time, if you use the promo code RONPAUL1988 in the next two hours, 34 minutes and 17 seconds, you will receive access to use 13,000% of our mining warehouse hardware. Oh wait, sorry, that's 13 thousandths of a percent, free for you to use as a proxy in your own mining adventures. And for a limited time, the first five people who use the promo code Killary's emails, we will loan you 0.22 Bitcoin with no other initial fees. Interest rates apply three days after receiving first loan. Together, for the right market rate, we can change the world and create utopia. Bitcoin, destabilize your life. 
Welcome back to the Bro Sam's Experience. We're here with Mark Steinbart, prominent voice in the QAnon community. How, how you doing, man? Man, it's so good to be back. Yeah, great. Yeah, uh, you want a little kratom? Yeah, I'm good. Well, I saw you were tweeting about getting blocked by by Rachel Ray. Oh, let's just say it's payback for something in the past, but things are getting going. Sounds like Q is moving into the third phase of the plan. Oh, damn, you're in the third quarter? Well, it's the third of 300 phases, so not quite. You mean like with your whole plan? Not my plan. Uh, whose plan then? His plan, man. The P-O-T-U-S. The man in charge. The one whose sex crimes were just like part of the plan. Oh, okay, okay. I'll tell you, man, my faith was wavering for a little bit there, and truthfully, man, I feel like shit because of it. I shouldn't have done that. Whip myself good for that. Oh, like, uh, like chimpanzees? No, with like a whip. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, it's all making sense. I was watching some interviews from 1985 where the president is clearly zooted to all fuck on that good, good confectioner sugar, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Oh, like DMT, bro, sometimes I'll take a hit or two when I get home. What? Uh, like, unwind nah, a little, you nah, know? Nah, man, nah, cocaine. He was on, like, a lot of cocaine, like, definitely oh. on cocaine. Oh, okay, okay. So, you know, I'm not I'm not into that hard stuff much these days, but I'll, I'll toss and watch a couple of uh, teaspoons of Kratom in the morning, maybe, like five and then a few more in the afternoon and a lot of guys say it's easier to do the kratom first and then the water but i think you do the water and then the kratom here here let me show you <coughs> yeah well anyway man he to he totally talked about the hornets in that interview he was like i know <clears throat> oh so he like <coughs> mentioned that he knew that the the hornets would eventually come that's like that's crazy. Like, why Why didn't he warn us? You know? No, dude, it's not like that. He didn't want to give away the plan. You look at his hand oh. gestures, the words he uses, they're codes, bro. Codes. He can't just say the shit on the TV straight up. On the Clinton News Network. Oh, yeah, man, that's crazy. I didn't know the Clintons owned any news channels. Fuck, dude, you can't just expect people to come out and tell you this shit. The mainstream media is suppressing it. Like, no one's even talking about the Jussie Smollett text that Q released. You wouldn't believe what's coming out. It's a very intricate plan. There are so many different players in this, and knowing how they weave together is going to save us all, I swear. For instance, I was reading about MK Ultra and it's mind expanding. Oh wow. You know about this? Yeah, yeah, actually. I saw something on Twitter about that recently. Let me see. Um uh Jamie, could you pull that up for me? Wait, 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 bro, bro, bro. I need to tell you about this. So what they're doing is that okay, wait. Okay. Hold on. Okay. So the Clintons are really specific kinds of Satanists. In a way, you could say they're a lot more orthodox. Like, they're the trad cats of the cult. But the U.S. State uh -huh. Department is a lot more secular. They integrate more science into their rituals. Right. So they wanted to find out the magical capacities of people by means of the use of LSD. Can you believe that shit? Oh, wow. So, like, levitation or, or what? Yeah, let me tell you. Let me tell you. It's sonic manipulation. They're training low-level soldiers to emit a pulse from their larynx. Sort of like Tibetan throat singing. Oh, to wow. subdue and tranquilize people like me. What I read said that they were aiming for a distance for up to 30 yards. Right. And we only recently figured it out when we learned that the Boston Marathon was a false flag set up by the deep state. Ever since, we've been seeing oh, them more and more, like Sandy Hook and Parkland. And oh shit, that reminds me, you gotta hear this, you gotta hear this. So one of the major sites where the MK Ultra shit went down, the basement of Comet fucking Ping Pong. Wow. And the fucking SJWs will say that, oh, this basement doesn't exist, it's just a lie, and no one should give you credence because you're credence leeches on the underbelly of society that exist in a perpetual state of denial. Right. But they don't know. 
They're the ones in denial. It's so frustrating. Like they can't even accept that 9-11 was an inside job. Yeah, but man, I, think, like, I think it's all right. I think it's all right. Because recently I learned something. You know, like the chemicals from the chemtrails, the ones they right. drop from commercial planes. Yeah, that shit has been synthesized into an odorless liquid. And they're fucking putting it in goddamn Yankee candles. And I don't know about you, but I've never seen a real man buy a Yankee candle. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, that that's, that's far out. Just like... <sighs> Man, let me. So let me, let me ask you, man. Uh, have you ever shoveled <laughs> kratom just like right up there? Huh? You never told me that before. Yeah, and you know, for a while we actually lived inside the Big Apple. The what? You know, the one in Times Square, and it was like James and the Giant Peach, but with an apple. I don't. Shit, we're live. Son of a bitch. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, we have another news bulletin for you. Within the space of the hour, the world, it seems, has been systematically attacked by the extraterrestrial beings known colloquially as the murder hornets. We don't know why they've come. We don't know the true extent of the damage, and frankly, nobody seems to know quite what to do about it. Much of the world's infrastructure has been crippled, and while the death toll will likely never be adequately measured, we estimate that it presently ranges within the hundreds of thousands. A dire circumstance. But rest assured, listener, that this conflict is in capable hands as we have received information that the United States Armed Forces have been mobilized. Listeners who were tuned into our program earlier may remember our field reporter commenting on a strange rhythmic humming sound being emitted from the Murder Hornet spacecraft. We are learning now that this sound can be heard from every known Murder Hornet spacecraft to have landed here on Earth. Scientists, telecommunications experts, and Amy Adams have been analyzing this signal and initially mistook it for chill, lo-fi hip-hop beats to study slash relax to, but have since concluded that this signal is in fact an encoded message. Experts have not yet decrypted the signal, but they are hard at work. We will bring you updates as we receive them. In international news, the leaders of many foreign nations have made public statements with regards to the ongoing crisis. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has made at least three public announcements to his constituents. It's said that in all of them, he decried the actions of the hornet-like aliens, calling them inexcusable. He then made an effort to promote, in his words, an amicable compromise, saying that the recent violence, quote, will only beget more violence, end quote. Rumors have circulated that might call into question the clemency of these claims, however. It is being said that the Prime Minister only made these announcements after throwing himself down several flights of stairs, insufflating an astounding quantity of either Vivance or Adderall, and applying a healthy layer of blackface. Updates might follow. In the United Kingdom, Boris Johnson's silence has been noted. The royal family has been moved to an undisclosed location, though not before Queen Elizabeth herself made the strong claim that, quote, through violence and unity, we will persevere as we have always done, end quote. The royal corgis, reportedly, did not survive the retreat into the regal bunker. Officials from North Korea have released an official statement saying, the Democratic People's Republic of Korea remains entirely unaffected by the recent invasion. Any contrary opinion should be considered capitalist propaganda. The Western pig dogs are getting what they have long deserved. Turning back to the home front, we thought it might be informative to get the perspective of citizens on the ground. So we have invited a guest into the studio this evening to share her impressions. A self-described part-time Krav Maga instructor and full-time mom, Karen Basie is here with us. Karen, thank you for being here. Oh, you're welcome. Well, we've heard tell of some very alarming reports coming from all across the nation. Why don't you let us in on your own experiences thus far? Well, earlier this morning, I was taking my daughter, Jexington, 
like Nexington, but with a J, to her Little League soccer game. And I just want to take this time to say that I stopped at the Starbucks near the field on the way, and the worker who gave me my soy latte used almond milk instead of soy. She was incredibly rude and said that I was a liar. I made it myself. I promised that I used soy milk. I know my body. She was lying. I tried to talk to the manager, and that's when... When the murder hornets descended? No. She said that she was the manager. Incredibly rude and a total lie. So I informed her that I could scoop her eyes out with a plastic stir and snap her neck with my Krav Maga. Oh, and by the way, it's incredibly rude of you to just interrupt me like that. I promise your producer is not going to be happy. I'm terribly sorry, ma'am. You should be, but it's okay. I'm a kind woman. Of course. I would like to hear of your experiences with the Hornets. So, I was driving my kids home from their father's house at about 8 o'clock. They haven't been as rambunctious since I started my separation. But I was at the gates of my neighborhoods when I saw a big ball flying through the sky. I immediately told my kids to get in the effing house now. I have to yell because they have ADHD and it's the only way I can get their attention. But I was very calm and I collected myself quickly and I put all four of them in the bunker. Interesting. So you had the foresight to prepare for such an event. Oh, yes, but I never thought I would use it for something like this. I thought all the illegals were going to revolt when I had it installed, but since the border wall is being completed, I didn't think I was actually going to need it. To our listeners, the wall along the U.S. southern border has not been worked on in years and is far from completed. But please, do go on. What happened next? Well, I called my ex-fiancé, Doug, to see why on earth he wasn't there yet. He said that he had just gotten home from a double shift at the police station and that he didn't want to have anything to do with me or my effing kids. Can you believe that? My kids. Like he didn't raise them for 14 years just to bail? Ugh. But listen to me go on. You're so sweet. Well, it is my job, you understand. Please continue. Well, okay. I guess I will. After my phone call with Doug, I barred the cellar door and decided to go out to get some supplies. So I got in my 2019 Tahoe and rushed to the nearby Wally World to get some toilet paper, some gushers, and my Valium prescription. Mommy's little helpers. But when I arrived, I was assailed by looters. These people were so inconsiderate. Don't they know I have a family of four? I don't think they would, I suppose. Right. Well, I was only there for 15 minutes, and the Walmart was flooded with those big flying things. I almost went into a panic when I saw them, tearing people apart like toilet paper. But I popped a few valleys and was back on my game. I was only able to survive by coating myself in the blood of some rowdy teens that were nearby. I had seen them earlier. I'm sure they were shoplifting, so... Anyway, but I said a little prayer for them as I scooped up their blood. Then I waited until the buzzing stopped. Once I left the building, I looked around me. My Tahoe was ruined. Walmart was on fire. But I did see that bitch Martha from the PTA impaled on a flagpole. And with that, I felt invigorated enough to make it home. I checked on the kids and went to look around the neighborhood for more survivors. I have to ask, ma'am. Being here in our studio, aren't you concerned for your children's safety at all? Oh, goodness, no. I think I know my children's constitution better than anyone. I left them with some Gatorade and some Lunchables. The Lunchables, by the by, come with CBD-infused Funyuns, a relaxing and healing FDA-approved treat. And they really need that CBD for the ADHD. Uh, but besides, they have their PlayStations down there. Um, I, I just need to make sure, ma'am. Your children, they are safe, aren't they? 
Oh, they're fine. They're fine. They have their snackies and they're playing their little Italian plumber game. You know, they spend more time on that than they do with their own mother. You should do a piece on that. How they're always on their computers and their TikToks. Video games are completely ruining this generation. They just sit there all day. You know, they could aspire to so much more and they can't seem to spend any time with their grandparents. All right, what did you do next? Anyways, after I saw to my children, I walked a little farther down the road, and your crew showed up and told me that they were looking for people harmed by this chaos, so I promptly volunteered. So let me put this into a coherent narrative. You picked up your kids... Jexington, Murkow, Cameron with a Y, and Ensley. But we call them Jexy, Murr, Cam, and End. Where does a Y go in the name Cameron? C-A-M-R-Y-N. Where else would it go? You're absolutely right. So, to summarize, your day has consisted of threatening a service worker with violence, locking your children in a dungeon, shoplifting, and coating yourself in the blood of a dead teenager. You have a wonderful way with words. <laughs> and what are you doing after this? This has been a fascinating interview, Karen, but I'm afraid that we're out of time. Excuse me? I'm not finished. I would like to speak to your supervisor now, please. Se- secu- security. Would you please escort her from the studio? You know, it's been bothering me, and I need to say that that Starbucks employee very sarcastically called me Karen, and she never even asked me my name. I was verbally assaulted in public and online. Don't you fucking touch me. I can't wait for your supervisor to hear about this. I'm sick and tired of this discrimination. This is racism. We're going to take a short break, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned for more updates. No, it's not because my name's Karen. It's because it's a slur. It's a slur. Good evening. I'm Rachel O'Donnell, and we have an excellent show for you. Tonight, we're discussing the invasion of the murder hornets, of course. Joining us is the executive director of the Center for American Advancement, Vera Podesta. Thanks for joining us, Vera. Thank you, Rachel. These are just the most unbelievable times we're living in. These murder hornets are just so disgraceful, and they're threatening our American values. So many important questions to ask, but the one that keeps coming to mind... How will we protect our precious institutions from these vile creatures? And I think the best solution is... Actually, I've been doing a lot of investigative work on this. I've got more papers on my desk than ever before. Yeah, I can see that. I'm shuffling through them right now. Let me see. Oh, this one. What did you find, Rachel? We're all looking to you for hope during these times. You are a true guiding light in our periled democracy. Well, this is just a printout of a Daily Beast article, but I have been digging into the president's controversial decision to disband the What Task Force. What? Yes, precisely. In one Cheeto-fingered move, the president essentially disarmed this country to our insect invaders. What could have prevented countless losses of life? Well, the World Health Organization spokesman Henry Kissinger issued an advisory to... who? Henry Kissinger, the former Secretary of State under... No, I mean who, the World Health Organization. What do they have to do with this? Oh, yes, who? They've put out an advisory which lists out all the ways to protect yourself from contracting murder hornets. Who thinks you can contract? Wait, never mind... I think we should focus on what? Focus on what? The task force. Never mind. It's just a BuzzFeed article. I have other papers, though. I've been pouring through the mountains of tax returns and have found some, well, shocking information. In 1997, the president had filed a tax return that suggests that he not only was a terrible businessman, but that he had a business dealing with one Sergei Hornetov. America... Do we really think that this could be merely a coincidence? This same man has various connections to Vladimir Putin. For instance, 
In 2016, Michael Flynn met with Sergei's cousin in the Grand Chorizo Eastwood Suite at Mar-a-Lago. We can only conclude from this that the president has colluded with the Russians to bring murder hornets into the country. Wow, Rachel, that's crazy. It's so disturbing, but not surprising at all, that the man who has completely destroyed American democracy would be behind this. We have to make this one of the central issues in this country. We've got to take bold action on this. I'm going to get the Center for American Advancement to send out an online petition about this immediately. I also wanted to let you know another huge project that my organization is working on, Rachel. We at the Center for American Advancement have been pushing a major piece of legislation to deal with this crisis. It's called the Safety from Murder Hornets for All Who Want It Act. Under this bill, in order to get protection from murder hornets, Americans can apply for a government-subsidized private insurance plan that will provide them with four ounces of hornet repellent per week. Any more required spray is not covered and will need to be purchased out of pocket. The best part about this plan is that any person who attended a community college in an area where the median income is 15% or more below the national average had a relative who was relocated during the Japanese internment and will sign an affidavit swearing they voted for Hillary Clinton in 2008 automatically qualifies. We've got to make sure to design the smartest programs, and this will provide real help to those struggling. But you know what I think? I think this is the same old thing. The left is and has been trying to make fools out of us. You see, they want us to believe that it's aliens. Ooh. As if we're just supposed to take them at their word. But I know that you're all smarter than that. If we look at this sketch, we can clearly see that things do not line up. The spacecraft isn't even a spacecraft. At first glance, I think it actually looks a little bit more like a FEMA hurricane relief tent. And this term, signal, that they've been tossing around, it's silly, it's malarkey, it's absolute nonsense. However, things aren't always as they seem. You see, I've found info that leads me to believe that the US government has been funding what they've called experimental crafts, quote unquote. Doesn't that just make you laugh? Like, we can't see right through this. The left has obviously been developing these crafts for years now, maybe even since Jimmy Carter. And if we look at this, the trajectory of the craft, look at it. It isn't coming from space. It is obviously coming from Cuba. Do they think we're naive? I mean, do I have to say it? It's Cuba. Okay, just hear me out for a moment. So to me, it seems like these hornets are in reality actually... Cuban insurgents coming to start a socialist revolution against the hard-working people in this country. I know, I know, but it gets worse. This quote-unquote signal is clearly a coded Venezuelan transmission, not too dissimilar from a Russian numbers station that we've seen in the past century. But don't be afraid, dear listener. We need to remember, the left is sick. They really think that they're going to get away with this. Well, here's what I suggest to you, listener. Especially if you're a supporter of our Second Amendment rights guaranteed by our Constitution. If you see one of these liberals, one of these outright socialists in the street, whether clad in their hornet suits or trying to flee to their underground bunkers, 
Tell them what you really think and shoot them in the head. Take you now to an update on the American military response efforts. Fort Leroy is out in the field with Colonel Sanders. Fort Leroy. Thank you, Don. I'm here with Colonel Sanders. That's General Colonel Sanders. Sorry. General Colonel, what can you tell us about the U.S. response to these attacks? Thank you. Listen, the public is scared right now. I understand that completely. But I promise you, the might of our military will be the decisive aspect of our success in this fight. We have taken several measures to understand our enemies and their tactics. We can assure you that this will be the greatest victory in American history since the Vietnam War. Didn't we lose in Vietnam? Those claims were unsubstantiated communist propaganda, perpetuated by the Russian government. I see. My former best friend, the disembodied voice Morgan Freeman, has some concerns about the effectiveness of the military's response. Can you say anything to calm his unrelenting blood screams? We in the U.S. military are committed to the philosophy that there is nothing we cannot solve with the stiff hand of our justice. Feel free to expand on that. Suffice it to say, we have not only boots on the ground, but many Predator drones circling important areas that have been attacked by these illegal aliens. Our drones are equipped with large ballistic capabilities, each housing cannons which can fire, respectively, air-to-ground missiles, laser-guided mortars, and 14.5mm armor-piercing incendiary rounds, for smaller targets, of course. These drones are not only in the major cities of America, such as Chicago, Denver, and San Diego, but also in the disparate suburban areas which have also been hit. But why didn't the U.S. Space Force intercept the Hornets or provide any prior warning? Where were they when we needed them most? I was informed that all the troops within the Space Force were simultaneously on a prolonged, unsanctioned cigarette break. All their information is classified. What would you suggest civilians in affected areas do to stay safe? Duck. I'm just curious, with the amount of damage that the Hornets have caused up to this point, what is it that allows you to remain confident in the ability for the U.S. Army to take on this truly unprecedented threat? How do I remain confident? How do I remain confident? My troops, my boots on the ground, my big and tall and handsome boys are putting themselves in front of an existential threat, the likes of which humanity has never witnessed. Son, I find it offensive and appalling that you would dare to question the unparalleled, godlike power of the United States armed forces. I am baffled that you would dare question the strength of our beloved countrymen, the same people who have fought and died for your freedom. It is not deplorable, not disgusting, but an act of treason that you would dare attempt to say such a thing. I'll have you know that we have General Thaddeus Smedley on the ground, the man who first used Agent Orange to smoke out Viet Congs. We have a clone of Henry Kissinger with Benjamin Button syndrome. We have Lockheed Martin's new Cougar armored ATVs equipped with thermite railguns. We have the J-16 supersonic MILF bomber capable of delivering a 20 gigabyte plasma charge from an altitude of 7 70 billion miles, available in ATV form, the Schnauzer-class anti-submarine nuclear aircraft carrier, the Warthog carrier anti-class nuclear submarine, soon to be released in ATV form. I mean, do you even understand the damage that our Yamashita extramarital extra-termination blades could do to the frail, slug-like corpulence that you call a body? The Hey Arnold plasma cannon could liquefy every one of your goddamn organs! Do you know what it's like to piss your kidneys out? Are you a kidney pisser, son? Do you even know who I am? General, my apologies. I didn't mean to apply it. No. 
I am sick and tired of being interrogated by ungrateful, feeble idiots like you who don't understand what we've done for them. I have given my life to expanding and maintaining the greatest empire this planet has ever been subject to, and I'll be damned if these fucking hornets don't bow down to it. Uh, General, I think you're getting a little upset. What the fuck did you just say about me, you little bitch? I'll have you know I graduated top of my class in the Navy SEALs, and I've been involved in numerous secret raids in Al-Qaeda, and I have over three hundred confirmed kills. I am trained in guerrilla warfare, and I'm the top sniper in the entire U.S. Armed Forces. You are nothing to me but just another target. Well, I, I think we've gotten everything out of this interview we can. Like Don, back to you in the studio. Hey, what are you doing? Get back here, you little kidney pisser! Get off of me! Fauntleroy? Are you there? Fauntleroy? Well, folks, it seems as though we have once again lost contact with our field reporter, in the meantime, we have some incoming news bulletins. While the murder hornets have not yet attacked the state of Michigan, the newly feral residents of its capital city, Lansing, have utilized the world's newfound civil unrest to drag local real estate developer Pat Gillespie out of his home and onto the field of Cooley Law School Stadium, where they have strapped his malformed figure onto the pitcher's mound and pelted him to death with baseballs and Funko Pops stolen from the stadium's gift shop. In Paris, our sources have stated that the murder hornets have melted the Eiffel Tower, causing France's 15 million mistresses to flee to various country villas and chateaus. Today was set to be the grand reopening of the Notre Dame Cathedral, but is being postponed after the cathedral was set ablaze by a group of Antifa super soldiers. The French economic elite has pledged another $1 billion to its second reconstruction, but whether those pledges are actually fulfilled will remain to be seen. French President Emmanuel Macron was quoted saying, Je suis très something something Charlie Rose, something Charlie Hebdo, all is lost, the baguettes, our hope, all is lost. And finally, in another statement from Pyongyang, North Korea, quote, we do not have murder hornets, and our infrastructure is excellent. The Korean people do not die, end quote. We now return to the domestic response. Joining us by phone, we welcome back to the program, astronomer at the University of Princeton, Dr. Professor Fredo Falcini. Dr. Professor, what can you tell us about how these events are unfolding? Well, Tony, we have a new fax coming in. The old fax, they're bad news. Bye-bye! We partnered up with those bastards at the University Biology Department, and we've been able to examine several of the recovered murder hornet remains. And what of these new facts? What do we know about these beings? Their most obvious feature is clearly the resemblance to the earth wasp of the humanoid twist. Two spindly legs, two shoestring arms, a diamond-shaped head, angular bodies, and a set of wings resembling a mosaic stained glass window. Though this is a facade, a mechanized exoskeleton to protect their ooey-gooey bodies. The armor itself is capable of withstanding metric tons of direct kinetic energy. Despite the difficulty, we did manage to crack open the armor of the specimen that we recovered. Whatever a planet the hornets come from must have significantly lower air pressure. As soon as we removed the exoskeleton, the body instantly liquefied. All that was left of the inner body were two sets of three-inch long claws and its horrifying stinger. We do not know yet how, but the stinger is able to fire powerful lasers, probably strong enough to cut a brand new Honda ATV clean in two. My god. Casso, idiota! Tony, there is no god! Can't you see? 
Well, Doctor, how can the American people prepare should they encounter one or even a group of these hornets? Have you seen the movie Home Alone? What? You know, the one with a small Aryan child who kills the marauders using the improvised weapons. Every American should lock themselves inside like Macaulay Culkin. I'm talking hot doorknobs. I'm talking paint buckets that swing down from rope. I'm talking about ridding a hot clothes iron to fall straight onto the head of any potential home invader at terminal velocity. I have to interrupt you, Dr. Professor, to bring our listeners this much more important announcement. In mere moments, the President of the United States will be addressing the nation from the White House. We bring you this live now. I have more to say! I'm quite sure you do. And now we bring to you, listener, the President of the United States. He has just entered the Oval Office. He is hugging the American flag. No, he's, he's groping the American flag. Is he, is he whispering to it? It appears he's about to begin. America, I come to you in a time of crisis when that is not my fault. We are facing a never-before-seen attack by the Space Hornets, and let me tell you folks, they're pretty tough, pretty tough, pretty, pretty tough. I want to make one thing clear to the American people, before anything else, this is entirely the fault of the former radical left Islamo-fascist president Barack Saddam Hussein Obama. Many at the failing New York Times have said that if I hadn't dismantled the Wasp and Hornet Action Task Force, also known as what? We may have been more prepared for an event like this. They're liars, folks. And a lot of very intelligent people are saying that the money we save up will make us even more prepared. It's the ugly, dog-faced truth, folks. But what was a waste of money? For what what was costing, I could have got a much better deal. I don't want to get into the details right now because it is too complicated. I mean, it's not too complicated if you're smart, like me. But I won't get into that now. All you need to know is that I have a master plan that will give us a final solution to this hornet threat. We have our most handsome generals on the job. We're deploying all of our pesticides and our insect repellents. I have personally given the okay to bring back DDT. I've pulled all kinds of strings to get the best people on the job. We have all the A-team, the dog that killed Abu el-Benghazi, and we're in talks with the puppets from Team America World Police. We have every living actor who has played 007, every Spider-Man, and we have 50 Pornhub Freak of the Week award winners who will be doing charity streams on their OnlyFans. You can find a list of links on the White House website. They're very good. I highly recommend them. They are real heroes, not like that nasty John McCain. Well, we won't get into that. Bye-bye, John. We have some of the most, and I mean the most, tremendous minds in the country. And they are making a giant fly swatter. It's American-made, not in China. That's right. We love it, don't we? A giant fly swatter. You've never seen something so big. It comes down. Bing, bing, bong. No more hornet. 
with these measures and more to be announced at 9 p.m. Eastern every Sunday on all major networks from now until the end of the season. We will make it through this, I promise you. And let me tell you something, the ratings are going to be like nothing you've ever seen before. These ratings are going to be tremendous. They're not going to be my ratings like before. Ever since I moved the embassy to Israel, great things have been happening in Israel. You see Israel, they don't have the same problems with the hornets, do they? It's so great. The evangelicals, they love me for it. I moved the capital to Jerusalem. The evangelicals, they love me. It's all under control. Everything's going to be okay. That was the President of the United States addressing the nation amidst the ongoing crisis. We turn now to our reporter in the field, Fauntleroy Winklevoss, who was standing on the roof of our news studio in Lower Manhattan to observe the imminent battle between the United States Armed Forces and the invading murder hornets in New York City. Fauntleroy? Thank you, Don. I have a clear view of the line of defense that the military has set up around the city. It's a formidable force, a modern-day Maginot line. There are tanks and artillery set up for miles in either direction. More foot soldiers than we've seen deployed for service since World War II, I've been told. The Navy has mustered every vessel which they could get here, including several rail gunships, the Tiger Shark MK5268 Alpha Beta Theta Pi gunboat, the most advanced model in production currently, and Eric Prince has provided a sizable detachment of Tesla assault helicopters which sit atop a building adjacent to me, ready to take off once the beasts have been spotted. Speak of the devil. I can hear them now. Let me get my Celestron Nature DX 8x42 binoculars out. I can see them, like a great dark cloud rapidly approaching. My god, there must be tens, no, no, hundreds of thousands of them. The helicopters are airborne now. Long-range artillery have begun firing. Jesus, you can hardly see anything through the smoke. Debris is falling down the thoroughfare like ticker tape. Wait. Wait. The smoke is clearing now. Good Lord, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to speak too soon, but it looks as though they've done a fair job. The bodies of felled hornets cover the streets, and the surviving insects seem to have retreated. Dear God, they're regrouping. They're dead. They're turning around. They're making another advance. The artillery is firing once more. They're blowing the hornets to bits, but, but they just keep coming. They're numberless. They've almost reached the fences. They've made contact. They're pushing through. Oh, God. They're tearing into the front lines. Their lasers are slicing through the tanks and barricades like a hot knife through butter. It's brutal. I shan't go into detail, but the carnage is horrific. The bombardment has reached its fullest force, and yet for every wasp felled, another takes its place. The helicopters are circling overhead, unloading their heavy guns into the swarm below, to no effect. Wait, it seems that several dozen hornets are flying up to their altitude, charging them like a kamikaze attack. One of the helicopter's blades has been torn clean off! It's plummeting towards the ground! The troops are trying to retreat. The entire line of defense is falling back. The sun is low now. The sky blood red. The onslaught remains unyielding, although it seems now that there's a standstill. Either we have found some footing or the hornets have stopped their advance. Wait, what is that? Something, something is descending from the sky. The ship? No, no, far too large. But, but hornets are swarming to it. It looks as if they're carrying it. 
Thousands of individual hornets connected by cables, dragging it like a chariot through the sky. They're blotting out the sky itself with their descent. The shadow of some unearthly host, seemingly miles long in every direction, is descending upon our humble island. It's coming closer now. Closer still. My god, it's not slowing down. Ladies and gentlemen, this object has landed. The hornets on the ground have pulled back. What is this? Their heads are turning now towards the object. Something is... is, is moving within it. Something is... stepping out. It's huge! My god, it's... it's their queen! Ah! She's stepping out. Opening her maw like a great dark gaping chasm. There's a dim light coming from within. It's stronger. Brighter, almost blinding now. I. Oh, God! Die Hard and other Hollywood action franchises? Do you miss watching scumbags and thugs get taken down on Fox's Cops? Are you looking for an alternative to the Antifa-controlled lamestream media? Cop TV Live has got you covered. The Mercer County Sheriff's Department will be streaming live on Cop TV's Twitch channel every Monday through Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern, Friday and Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern. You can watch your favorite officers do legal violence to bad guys and minorities. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, however many weeks in a year, we're bringing you non-stop content. <laughs> And every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern during our two-hour Blue Lives Magic special segment, you can call in to be eligible to ride along with an officer of your choice. Plus, five lucky callers will be randomly selected to win tickets to the Nooch. Go to twitch.tv slash cop TV and let's get some cop emojis going in the chat. Cop TV, real violence in real time. Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for the interruption. Our studio, by some miracle, is still standing amidst the catastrophe of New York. Most of our external communications have fallen silent, but from our vantage point, we have inferred the origin of this attack. A large mass was seen approaching Central Park. Its shadow seemed to crawl along the ground with an almost apathetic ferocity. This mass is what we have come to know as the Queen of the Murder Hornets. She looks as though she is made of cast iron. Shimmering with red, blue, and green hues, with legs the height of a house and the width of an old redwood tree. But even so, she can effortlessly move her limbs like water. Shortly after her foreboding procession, she took rest at the southern end of Central Park, hoisting herself aloft the Hampshire House. We were granted a cruel moment of respite, almost as if a pause for her to catch her breath, before she unleashed the forces of pandemonium. Most, if not all, of Upper East Manhattan was annihilated within the blink of an eye. She reached her fist towards Brooklyn and lunged through half of Long Island. The blast was akin to that of a nuclear bomb, and the closest that humanity has seen to the wrath of God since the times of Moses. If I am being truthful, listener, I only have access to a few select regions of the country, and I cannot speak of their accuracy. We know that New York City no longer exists. The entirety of the city, save for the skeletons of lucky buildings, has been burnt to its core. Since we were last able, we heard from Chicago, Denver, Las Vegas, and San Diego. The city of Chicago has effectively been destroyed by the Hornets. We have heard that there are large groups of violent protesters and looting run amok. 
They have taken over housing complexes and parks in order to cultivate anti-government groups across southern parts of the city. Outside of Denver, there are reports that the city itself is empty. Far past the city limits, there has been an unprecedented traffic jam leading towards the Rocky Mountains. Even on unknown side roads, you can find miles of cars desperately pushed bumper to bumper. This has led to massive camps along the I-70 of people who have given up hope of reaching their destination and instead establishing communes. However, from Las Vegas, we've heard that they've not been hit at all. Still, there has been a strong response. The proprietors of some casinos establishing what has been described as constitutional monarchies within certain sections of the Strip. One of the local correspondents that we had contacted was reported missing. We inquired of their whereabouts, but the so-called Earl of Luxor said, and I quote, he had not paid his tribute and was dealt with accordingly. We've also heard that Caesar's Palace has made a public statement reading, we have split ourselves into a two-emperor system. The only thing we know about San Diego is that the, there were reportedly large bodies of people coming into the city, even though practically nothing remained. It is assumed, but not confirmed that these refugees came from Los Angeles. These are very desperate times indeed. Cursed times. I think that I speak for most of us when I say that I know that those cities are gone. The Windy City, the Strip, the Six Flags Great Adventure, it's all gone. Those reports came in too long ago for me to believe that they're anything but rubble, but I want to believe that we can still hold it together. I think we can. Hold it together. Stay safe, America. They will come for you. I can't speak for the rest of the country, but I do have something that's keeping me going. We found a man living his life in spite of everything, in spite of all the chaos. Our field reporter, Fauntleroy, was found unharmed in the gutted streets of Manhattan, and by some miracle, he has managed to find an interview. Fauntleroy? This has been the most harrowing experience I have ever been put through. Frankly, I have no idea how I made it. My last memory is that of the ground beneath me falling away. I was rendered unconscious and awoke, covered in rubble and debris. I got out by pure luck to find grace. I took the rest of my laudanum and started walking. Now I'm here on the ruined streets of Manhattan, outside of Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen by Canal and Lafayette. The avenues and boulevards are littered with empty cars, seemingly abandoned by fleeing drivers. The world feels completely empty. I am alone. There's not a living creature in sight. But wait! Here we have a living member of the NYPD. Your name, sir? Hey, what's up, Pipsqueak? Cock and balls. Officer Frankie Cock and balls at your service. Right, right. Good to meet you, Frank. So you're aware that the city is in ruins. What exactly is keeping you here? What are you doing? What's so important that you would risk your life to be here? Yeah, somebody's got to keep these streets. Not a lot of respect for my occupation these days, sure. But without guys like me, society would crumble. So true. Just fall complacently to its knees, you know? See, I'm the thin, hard, rock-hard, diamond, big, big, like, concrete line. And this blue, big, American blue line. And it's an American flag, and nobody steps on it while I'm around. I'm basically the fucking Punisher. You see my gun? You see my big gun? Uh, I, I can see a big gun. Please stop pointing at me. Let me tell you, bud. My dick is fucking massive. Look at this. Look at my gun. You see the engraving? E yes. D yes. In nomini palm tree at Billy's Spiritus Sanctity. Yeah, that's tough guy stuff, buddy. Do not know what the fuck it means. I don't speak French, but it sounds cool as shit in the boondock scenes. Hold up a sec. Hold up. 
Look at this fucking guy. Officer Cock and Balls is gesturing to the smoldering carcass of an upturned Honda Civic, the sight of which seems to greatly please Morgan Freeman, once again my best friend and the current occupant of my amygdala. Blocked in a red zone. These fucking people, man. If I had to hazard a guess, officer, I'm not sure that the owner of that vehicle meant to leave it there, uh, exactly. Excuses, excuses. What are you anyway, one of these social justice types? You let one rube off the hook just cause he don't know the law around these parts. Sooner or later, people are out on the streets, busting windows, and committing weird sex acts in the Chase Bank. Uh, oh, excuse me, weird sex acts? Or down by the harbor. Plus, I got a quota. Lieutenant's been busting my cock all week. Real fucking piece of work. And this is a good gig, which I don't want to lose by letting some fucko decided it was in his best interest to park in front of a fire hydrant off the hook. Fuck that. What other job lets you take fucking pot shots at children? Uh, have you heard of the United States Armed Forces, sir? Yeah, you got me there. But it's pretty much impossible to get in with two DUIs and a domestic abuse charge. Which, by the way, one, I wasn't even that drunk. And two, the domestic charge was settled out of court, so it shouldn't even fucking count. Plus a tour in some fucking Muslimic country like al Sadilla does not sound like a good time to me. Stateside, I get to be a fat fuck for 50 an hour, and nobody can tell me not to. Well, in that case, thank you for your hypothetical service. Back to you, Don. Now, Officer Cockenballs, could you go into further explicit detail regarding the aforementioned sex acts? Thank you, Fauntleroy. It's a showing to know that someone is still out there maintaining some deranged conception of law and order. Moving to the outskirts of the city itself, in the last hour, we've learned that a group of survivors have begun worshipping the Queen of the Murder Hornets and are now praying for the end of humanity. We are joined now in the studio by the leader of this newly founded cult, Ezekiel Hornetev. Mr. Hornetev, welcome to our program. Thanks, Don. Wonderful to be here in your heartily destroyed studio. Uh, however, I prefer to be referred to by my full title. His Highest Evanescence, Pontificus Maximus, Earl of Jonestown, Ezekiel Hornetev. Rising Phoenix of the Sloughing Hornet Queen, Elective the Polycule, Young Adult Fiction Writer, Male Feminist Sapiosexual, INTJ. Huh. And what's that tattoo on your neck say? It says, live, love, laugh in Hebrew, or at least that's what the IDF agent who gave it to me told me it was. B but anyway, l let me be frank, Don. I just like this word cult, you know? We aren't a cult. We're not insidious or harmful. We're simply a group of like-minded individuals trying to foster a healthy relationship with our new extraterrestrial friends. That being said, I am the shepherd of this devout flock of believers, and we are led by the queen. Interesting. Can you expand on that? Well, she is going to cleanse the world of all the feeble human race, ending our cycle of suffering. Sorry, I, I meant, why are you the leader? Well, I'm extremely qualified. What on earth are you talking about? Yeah, I was in that Japanese sarin gas coat back in, oh, 94, 95. I was actually kicked out before a suicide day. They didn't want me in the afterlife because I was creepy and fucking annoying and making the woman in the cult uncomfortable. I mean, come on! But anyway, after that, I was in several cults. I was part of the group that tried to summon Beelzebub on Y2K. I was in the 2012 Mayan Apocalypse Death Cult. Uh, I did a little stint in 2019 with the K-Hive. Uh, there were some others that were less mainstream, but whatever. Weren't all of those end-of-the-world cults wrong? What do you mean? I, I mean, the world didn't end, so weren't you incorrect? Look, we just got the date wrong. When the weatherman gets the temperature wrong or doesn't predict a school shooting, you don't call the ATF on him, do you? Have you ever tried to commune with the old guys through a Ouija board using only Egyptian hieroglyphics while K-holing in the storage closet of an Ann Arbor candle shop with your disciple Everly? I highly doubt it. So judge, 
not lest ye be judged. Hornets 512. All right. Well, could you explain to me at least why it is you're so committed to embracing the void of inevitable death? I mean, what do you good people get out of this? Look up to the queen and tell me you wouldn't die for her. Look up at her gigantic hornet titties and tell me that with a straight face. No man, woman, or child can resist the primal draw of those big-ass humbugalumbas, those tectonic gongabalongas. The world is ending right now. Before our eyes! Can't you see? Can't you see? I can see! I can see! Good! The, the whole human race is going to be wiped out. Wiped off the face of the earth. And so because of that, we must embrace death. And just start fucking. Mass orgies! Uh, of course, I privately offer practicing sessions with many of the members of the cult. Uh, 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 memory! All along in the moonlight! <laughs> Hey, what's up, guys? This is Brooke Turner with Entertainment, or else, your number one source for the latest pop culture news. We know this whole alien invasion thing is dead ass not a vibe. Millions of homes have been destroyed, countless lives have been lost, and there doesn't seem to be anyone who can stop it. But our favorite celebrities, at least the ones who've survived, are still finding ways to inspire hope during the apocalypse. Gal Gadot is at it again. In an attempt to shepherd peace and unity in this trying time, the star of DC's Wonder Woman has teamed up with some other celebrities to sing yet another inane song on Instagram. Gary Busey, Alan the Generous, Henry Kissinger, Kevin Hart, and Joe Exotic have come together to hardly sing, verse by verse, the song, You'll Cowards Don't Even Smoke Crack, by Houston-based rapper Lee Arthur Carter, better known by his stage name, Viper. The videos are distinct from the original Imagine videos, as they were all filmed from the celebrities' respective doomsday bunkers, and there are no instances of blackface present. Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle brand Goop announced the launch of its new luxury Hornet repellent, Horny Be Gone. At $250 a can, there's already a growing waitlist for what the website describes as great insecticide mixed with vitamin E and apple cider vinegar. At 8 p.m. tonight, Mr. Peanut will be live on the Planters Peanuts Twitch stream to address the several sexual harassment allegations that have recently been leveled against him. All other celebrities have been raptured. In other news, the estate of Patrick Swayze has purchased a navigation app Waze, which will continue its services under the name Waze by Swayze. Are you getting ready to party this weekend? And you're suddenly wondering if you have a high enough dosage of ketamine to get through eight hours in a state university co-op basement? Do you want to find out how many bottles of Robitussin you have to drink to get to the Six Plateau? Are you online weighing whether you should order 25E NBOME or 25I NBOME? DOC, PCE, or PCP? 2CE or 2CI? Powder? Liquid? Suppository? Do you need to know how long fentanyl shows up on a drug test? Can you overdose on whippets? Can you nod if you take enough leave? Stress no more, Airwood has you covered. Our easy to navigate website has comprehensive information from chemical composition to harm reduction on hundreds of drugs with our diverse community of users uploading thousands of personal testimony to peruse. So next time you're rummaging around in your parents' medicine cabinet, you'll know which scripts to take and which to scrap. 
and the next time you rail 12 volume while you're rolling on MDMA, you'll know exactly how long until you peak, letting you sync it up with the climax of Dark Side of the Moon, which you are listening to while watching The Wizard of Oz with the volume turned off. Don't let drugs get the best of you quickly. Now offering dark web discounts to the next 10 callers. Call 420-699-1312. Side effects may include audio hallucinations, heart palpitations, fighting your death, restless leg syndrome, having a good time, inventing psychoanalysis, looking at your hands for too long, enjoying fish, the band, talking with fish, the animal, clout chasing, starting a podcast, scritching and scratching till your faces started bleeding, mouthfeel, and saying things like dank clouds. Airwood, try boofing it next time. That's right, Don. I'm here in the decimated streets of Hoboken, beneath the shadow of the twisted remains of our Six Flags' great adventure. I'm at a roughly built military encampment. We've been waiting here for about an hour. Describing the scene must be reminiscent of London after the Blitz. You never really stop to think about how much concrete goes into the making of a city until it's all lying in pieces right in front of you. Crouching amidst the skeletons of buildings are unorganized groups of refugees, mostly trying to gather resources. In camp alone, food is scarce. Hungry soldiers have even been forced to consume their MREs. I must once again underscore the rough terrain. Finding footing is difficult not only because of the rubble covering the roads, but also because I'm under the influence of several Schedule II substances. The Hornets seem to be staying away for now, perhaps consolidating their forces. The reprieve should be a small relief, but it seems just to be provoking anxiety throughout the small group we have here. The next attack is an inevitability. It's just a matter of when. There are rumors floating around, mostly about another regiment about ten blocks west of where we are. Supposedly they're coming to reinforce this station, or evacuate us, it's unclear. Some are saying that they have nukes, or a secret weapon of some kind. I heard one man claim that the government has developed a giant praying mantis meant to duel the queen. In my frank opinion, even if there is any such regiment, their path is likely blocked by a thousand tons of concrete rubble. In all honesty, Don, my platonic life partner, I'm not sure what will happen here. Neither for that matter is my psychic lover, Morgan Freeman. Well, it appears that the military is preparing to retreat. We have precious little information on the condition of the rest of New Jersey, but it seems that we need to at least try to make a run for it. I suppose I need to start packing up. I'm sorry I couldn't provide more hopeful information, but with any luck we'll be able to... I don't know, reach somewhere. Back to you and... Wait, wait, just a moment. Just a moment. It appears a precocious young man has climbed on top of one of the military vehicles. He has a megaphone in his hand. He's calling all of us over. I think he means to make a speech. I'm not going. I'm not leaving, and neither should you, because leaving won't help anything. What was the plan? To run? To where? To some underground bunker to hold out hope for a day that might never come? To resign ourselves to a destiny that we didn't write, that we didn't carve for ourselves? To delay our extinction by a day? Listen, we're all scared. You're scared. I'm scared, and not without a good reason. This is scary. It's the worst day of all of our lives. Today, we've seen our lives ripped from our hands. We've seen our homes reduced to rubble. We've seen our leaders cower and retreat. We've had our loved ones destroyed before our eyes. I know what you must all be feeling because I feel it too. And I'll never forget it, but I can't run away from this. We can't run away from this. If we run, we'll be giving up everything important to us. We'll be giving up our lives, our homes, our planet, our Earth. We'd be giving up walks in the park in favor of hiding in tunnels. We'd be giving up music for silence. We'd be giving up pastures and fresh fruit and freedom in favor of bare survival. We'd give up love for fear 
Maybe we have no chance. Maybe it's all a fool's hope. Maybe this was never a fight that we could win. But answer me this. If we give up everything that ever meant anything to us, then what was our life for? If we would have our civilization burn from miserable existence, then why did we even care in the first place? If we choose to live as rats, can we even call ourselves humans? I'm not leaving. I am not giving up. I'm not retreating. I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna run right up to that big fucking thing in Times Square, and I'm gonna fight. And you should come with me and show these goddamn aliens exactly what a human can do. And maybe it's a long shot. Maybe they'll cut us down row by row by row. But I'd rather die standing up straight, screaming at the top of my lungs, than be cut down like a weed. We're backed into a corner. They're all around us now, so you have two options. You can retreat and hope that someday you might make it to a safe haven. Hope that sometime, someday, you might have a chance to fight back. Or you can run with me here and now, straight through the Lincoln Tunnel, kicking and screaming to show those godforsaken hornets exactly what it means to float like a butterfly and sting like a motherfucking bee. Don, it appears that now is the time to make our stand. Show those goddamned hornets what it means to be an American, Bart Leroy. Godspeed. The military is handing out arms. They're rallying behind this new leader. Hey, what's your name, mister? What's your name? My name is Alex Hamilton. The group seems to be fully armed and loaded for bear now. I'm going to stay just a bit behind the pack to keep out of the line of fire and give updates as they come. We're headed down the relatively undamaged Willow Avenue, which will take us straight to the Lincoln Tunnel, which will lead us directly to Manhattan. Seems as though there's a small contingency of hornets blocking the entrance to the tunnel. Men, you know what to do. The group is rushing the hornets. Will it be enough? My god. It appears that it will. The hornets caught unaware have fallen to the sheer weight of our group. Has anyone died? Not a one has fallen. My god, we might just be able to do this. The group is entering the tunnel now. I will stay at this end until they safe and cross. Penny with the spirit of patriotism and the... Oh, fuck. Fauntleroy? Oh, God. Fauntleroy, what happened? Fauntleroy, are you there? They're gone. They're all dead. All of them. They didn't stand a chance. All of them? I can hear them. They're coming. I need to hide. I need to hide. Fauntleroy? Winklevoss, are you there? Shit. Ladies and gentlemen, it appears that we have, again, lost the live feed to our reporter. But it sounds as though the remaining survivors gathered at the New Jersey Six Flags have perished in a heroic, though misguided, attempt at a counteroffensive. A rose-tinted, futile act of bravery that will likely be remembered like the lonely trunk legs of Ozymandias, which is to say, not at all. I have absolutely no means or desire to reach outside this room, but the news must continue, because if there is no more to say, then I will surely die. So in that case, moving to some international updates that we received maybe an hour ago. Though recent reports indicate that North Italy remains largely undisturbed by the invading murder hornets, in Upper Lombardy, several days of non-stop, tomato-based rain has led to major marinara floods and landslides down the Alpine slopes. The death toll remains uncertain, though experts claim that today it surpassed 1,000. The already crumbling infrastructure surrounding Milan has been completely destroyed and no automobile traffic can enter or leave the city at this point, not that there was any particular reason to do so in the first place. In Rome... Pope Francis made a public announcement, presumably from his Illuminati bunker below the Vatican. In it, he spoke of the need for Catholics to show mercy toward their non-Catholic brethren, 
referring to the natural predilection of Catholics to explicate their internalized guilt onto other people, which has, under the current crisis, resulted in worldwide demonstrations involving proselytizing and en masse flagellation of both Catholics and non-Catholics alike. He also made the unprecedented declaration that, quote, a new stigmata has been revealed through a prophetic vision. He revealed his decrepit Argentinian body to the world, complete with a brand new lack of nipples. For clarity, the papal nipples did not appear to have been removed surgically, but rather no longer existed. The Pope did not make any further comment other than reiterating that the Catholic Church was not necessarily homophobic or sexist. In Israel, hordes of evangelical Americans are descending on the Mount of Olives Cemetery and have started exhuming the bodies buried there. A member of the group, quoted from a local news outlet, stated, We of the various evangelical denominations are pretty used to making this shit up as we go, so we figure we should just make the dead rise ourselves. We're trying to jumpstart the Great Day of Judgment so we can get raptured the fuck out of here before those hornets get us. At the time of this report, the bodies are being catapulted into the atmosphere in an attempt to accelerate their journey into the next life. The Prime Minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, is using the societal unrest to test a variety of experimental ballistics, primarily targeting the West Bank because the efficacy of explosives can only be measured via the quantity of dead civilians. One device in particular, tentatively named Undesirable Repellent, is designed specifically to seek out the genitals of poor people. Netanyahu's response to the field test was reportedly enthusiastic. The North Korean government has released a statement reaffirming their earlier declarations that North Korea has been unaffected by the invasion and that the rest of the world is rightfully suffering for their crimes against the Korean people. The three remaining United Nations representatives were curious as to the validity of the claims of the North Korean government and elected to send a high-altitude spy drone to assess the situation for themselves. The reports, uncharacteristically oblique, seem to indicate that for the first time in the nation's history, the North Korean government is not lying through their teeth and seem to have completely avoided the hostile alien invasion. The press release from Pyongyang ended with the statement, All requests for international aid after this crisis is over will be immediately denied out of spite. And in our final bulletin, the legal team representing British socialite Ghislaine Maxwell has announced that she is prepared to provide federal officials with video evidence of... Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? This is Fauntleroy McGillicuddy Onassis Winklevoss. Can anybody read me? Fauntleroy? Are you alive? Don, thank God you found me, my friend. Well, I'm not sure if that's quite true. Regardless, it's good to have someone other than Morgan Freeman to speak to. I thought I was going to go crazy. Hmm, I, 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 I'm glad that's not the case. That being said, I have been keeping my ear to the ground, as it were, and I've learned from sources who ought to know that any minute now, a giant praying mantis will be deployed to attack... Uh, uh, excuse me, a, a giant... Praying Mantis? That's right, Don. We've just learned that in a joint scientific effort, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk have funded the development of a massive 1,200-foot-tall genetically engineered Praying Mantis, which the U.S. military will be deploying to combat the murder hornet queen. That's incredible. How is it possible that they could create such an unprecedented monstrosity in this short amount of time? Well, it's still unclear at the moment, but spokesmen for the two billionaires have emphatically denied any speculation that Bezos and Musk had begun working on this project long before the murder hornets began their invasion, and it is extremely offensive to even suggest that the initial purpose for these titanic beasts was to suppress any inevitable worker uprising. Yes, I can see the mantis being lifted in by a fleet of Tesla model Apache helicrafts, accompanied by a swarm of Amazon delivery drones. Its size is considerable, equal in proportion to the queen herself. There's no question that it could easily outweigh 4,000 ATVs. Listeners, this may be the hope we've been searching for. It's being freed from its bonds. 
The Mantis looks as if it's getting its footing. Taking its surroundings. We have no control over where or what it does at the moment. From the fallen brigade of vigilantes uptown to the unexpected bursting of Lin-Manuel Miranda, we have been shown that humanity is at its most powerless and frail. All we have left for us is to pray and wait. The two beasts are at Central Park now, locking eyes and holding their ground, playing a quiet, intense game of chicken to ward off the other. As they circle one another, it gives me the feeling of a ballroom dance, intimating ineffable emotions of anger and storming grief. It's like that one Evangelion episode. You remember the one? The Mantis is in a slouched position, as if it is going to charge. It's getting ready. The Queen lurches forward and backwards, rising and falling. The Mantis rears back on its hind legs, standing as tall as the skyscrapers which surround it. It's beginning to charge, kicking up concrete and asphalt. It lets out a wail as it feverishly charges. I think it's going to... Oh, oh dear. Um, the Mantis is, a. Uh, the Mantis has been um, eviscerated. I mean, just absolutely destroyed by a massive blast that seems to have emanated from the Hornet Queen. The sky grows deeper red. I can see the queen beginning to glow. I think she's preparing for another of her devastating attacks. It seems that humanity is lost. Our last hope, our only salvation has been, like the Bezos Musk Mantis, dashed to pieces. Our fate is sealed. Isn't that right, Morgan Freeman? Morgan? Morgan Freeman? Don, I can no longer hear the voice of the beloved terrorist in my cerebellum, Morgan Freeman. He, like God, has seemed to have abandoned me. Hawk, the darkness is encroaching upon my mind and body. My God, they're coming. Don, they're coming. They're coming towards the building. You have to go. You have to leave it. Ladies and gentlemen, no doubt you can hear the murder hornets are breaching the building and are closing in on our studio. This very well may be our final broadcast, so I'd like to take these last moments to thank you for your years of listenership and support. We have always strived to bring you the best quality journalism we could, and I believe I speak for everyone here when I say that it has been an honor to do so. It appears that this is the end of human civilization as we know it, and possibly the human race itself. So to those of you who are still listening, those of you who are still alive, I wish you good night, good luck, and... What is it? Ladies and gentlemen, I've been handed one final news bulletin to read to you. It is now being reported that scientists and linguistic experts have at last managed to decode and translate the signal emitting from the Hornet spacecraft. And the message from the murder Hornets to the human race reads, you are the real virus. What? What? I'm reading the end of it and that's all folks. Thank you.